Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Philip Catafamo with Believe in Angels on the Believe Podcast Network, Los Angeles' number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in L.A. and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? We've got a great show today. Uh, I'm talking to Jeff Fletcher in a little bit uh, about uh, the Angels this season, about uh, Otani, uh, about uh, the future, about a few other things that you're just going to have to stick around and listen for. Jeff Fletcher, Angels beat writer for the OCregister.com. He's got a bunch of great articles. Uh, the guy has got a crazy great resume, and uh, he was a lot of fun to talk to, and that's going to come up in a little bit. Uh, so just some some quick things. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com, at Believe Podcasts on social media. And my specific social media, if you want to tweet at me and yell at me my bad takes, that's totally fine. I get it. At intern underscore Phil. Go ahead and tweet me. Follow me. Unblock block me. Whatever you want to do. It's all good. Uh, if you're interested in advertising the show, uh, please contact Believe at Believe.com. We got a bunch of great shows on this network, and uh, you know, there's we got a bunch covering a bunch of topics. I saw there's one for cheerleading, so if you're interested in cheerleading, there's one for The Bachelor, there's one for dating tips. It's not just sports. We've got so many other great podcasts, uh, so definitely go check them out. And I want to thank today's sponsor, MyBookie.com. Let me ask you something: If you walked down the street and you saw a hundred dollar bill on the floor, I can tell you, I can use a hundred dollar bills right now. There isn't a time in my life where I haven't been able to needed. A hundred dollar bills where I have not need wanted to. There's never been a time where I've not needed a hundred dollar bills, and there's definitely never been a time where I've spoken clearly and made sense. Uh, so uh, you definitely pick up the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why you should go to mybookie.com. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay you when you win. Let's face it. When uh, Where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. The NFL is coming up very soon. Thursday is our first game of the NFL. I'm not going to talk about that. I talked about football last week. Uh, so that's you can bet on the Packers and the Bears game. Personally, I'm going for the Bears, I guess. I'm not a Bears fan, but I think they might beat the Packers. Uh, they are the best, guys. MyBookie.com. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. Join now, and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code ANGELS100, A-N-G-L-E-S-100, to activate the offer. Again, that is promo code ANGELS100, and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. That being said, I want to thank one more time MyBookie.com for sponsoring and enjoy my interview with Jeff Fletcher. So I am joined by Jeff Fletcher, the Angels beat writer for the OCregister.com. Definitely go check out his articles. They are insanely good. Jeff has got quite the resume. He's been covering the Angels since 2013. He spent 11 seasons covering the Giants and the A's. I mean, the guy is a Hall of Fame voter. He's got the coolest job, in my opinion, getting to go around and ta- and uh, report on on baseball. And he is actually currently uh, in Oakland for the A's-Angels game. Jeff, thank you for joining me. Sure, thanks for having me. So, Jeff, uh, going to start off kind of kind of in the front foreground here. Uh we sort of talked about what we we're going to talk about, and essentially at the top, I just want to ask you: What are your initial kind of thoughts? What are your initial? Um, just give me your overview, your review, however you want to put it. I know we're not necessarily done with the season, but technically the A's are. Pro- I mean, the Angels, excuse me, are probably not going to be making the playoffs. So just kind of give me your review on the Angels' season right now. Uh, 
coming into the season, they looked to be like a maybe a little over 500 team. Probably their over-under was probably like 84 wins, mm-hmm. uh, which wasn't going to make the playoffs. But if they got, you know, some breaks and some, some things went right and they got some unexpected good performances, they could have pushed that up to, to maybe 90. Uh, unfortunately, they've had a lot more down performances and up performances, and they're probably going to end up finishing below 500. But, uh, you know, I think that they, they needed a lot of basically things to go right to really be contenders this year, and it didn't happen. So it's not too much of a surprise uh, where they are right now. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you anymore. I've mentioned it a few times on this podcast that the Angels were a team that kind of had really, in my opinion, didn't have a whole lot of expectations going into the season, but in the beginning of the season played pretty well and looked like they could, you know, maybe break over 500 or, or like you said, go into 90 wins had they gotten some solid performances. Of course, they did lose a few guys to their with their starting rotation and a couple guys to injury, but uh, it's definitely been a disappointing season, in my opinion. Uh, of course, you've, you follow them a little more directly than I have. But uh, somebody who has kind of taken a step back is Shohei Otani, who last season belted, what was it, 22 home runs last year? Yeah, he had 22 last year. He's got, uh, I think, 16 this year and more at-bats, like 100 more at-bats almost. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely it's definitely taken a little step back, but uh, I don't think they're too terribly worried about it. It's just his second year in the big league that probably – was above expectations last year. Um, you know, it's hard to hit in the big leagues. Right. So uh, I think that they're, you know, he's, he's still got a lot of talent. And even his down year, although the, the home runs are not being hit, he's still hitting like close to 290 and his OPS, you know, 830, 840, 850, somewhere in that range, which is still above average. He's still an above average major league hitter, which is pretty good for being just a second year and also having a lot of pitching responsibilities from his rehab and that kind of thing. So I think they're probably a little disappointed, but not really concerned, I would say. Well, I guess I'm a little bit more of a half-empty guy than uh, you you put a little bit more of a positive spin on it. But uh, something that has been kind of a, not necessarily a new trend, but has kind of broken ground a lot more is launch angle. And in your article on the OC Register, you say the the difference is that his average launch angle has dropped from 12.3 degrees to 5.9 degrees. Now, um... You know, a lot of baseball teams and a lot of baseball players have started to adopt this sort of launch angle swing where they're looking more to almost not necessarily uppercut the ball at all, just find it at a more higher point to drive the ball out. Do you feel that this is either A, a a good thing for the MLB as we've seen kind of like a a home run resurgence uh, and... Uh, do you think that something like this is benefiting players? Do you think that maybe it causes them to, to think too much about launch angle? I mean, what are your thoughts on launch angle in general? Well, I think the, the basic concept that hitting the ball in the air is better than hitting it on the ground is obviously correct. Right. Uh, and nowadays, with the, the defensive alignments that we see, it's hard to get ground balls through for hits. And even if you do, they're only singles. So if you hit the ball in the air, you got a chance to go over the fence, which nobody can defend, or doubles, or... You know, if you get a double, then you only need two hit the score run. It takes three singles to score run. So that's obviously better. Uh, the problem with that is you can't just tell somebody, hey, increase your launch angle, hit the ball higher. I mean, right. Look at like Cole Calhoun, basically, with his start of 2018 when he was actually terrible, he said it was because he was trying to, to raise his launch angle, but he just didn't do it the right way. He was, you know, whoever had coached him over the winter got him into some bad habits toward that goal, and it became a disaster. So 
So you really need to, uh, that's a good end goal, but you got to be very careful about the way you try to get there. Uh, and I think that's a difficult thing. So like with Otani, you know, it's, it's real easy to say, hey, raise your launch angle, but it's not so easy to figure out how you do that, especially when you're in the middle of the season where you're facing, you know, major league pitchers every single day. Uh, the Angels say that they can fix it, but, but to me, I kind of feel like it might be something that he just needs to come back next year and, you know, work over the winter and, and through spring training and kind of get it back to where it was then. It's probably going to be hard to really fix that kind of thing during the season, I think. Do you think it all has to do with his transition from Japanese baseball to American baseball? Do you think they focus a lot on launch angle in Japan? No, I mean, he did it last year, so right. I, I think he's just probably gotten into some bad habits. And just like with any hitter, if you're, if you're in bad habits, it's hard to, to get out of them. And he's still doing a lot of things right, obviously. He still hits the ball very hard. He's still got a, like I said, his batting average is still good. He's still drawing walks. Uh, he's just not the total package because of that one element that's missing. So I think that, you know, he'll, he'll take a winner to, to figure it out and come back next year and, and see what he's got. Well, I can guarantee that the Angels are going to be happy not only to get, hope, well, hopefully a, a refocused Otani, like like you mentioned, he can just get a chance to sort of really break down his swing and fix the issues that he's been having, uh, but also they'll get him back as a starting pitcher as well to kind of bolster this rotation that has seen some definite, uh, uh, some tragedy and also some disappointment in terms of, you know, injuries and, and, and uh, some of the players just not really, I guess, having a good year. I know a couple of these guys are, are relatively new, but... Um, Speaking, I, I tr- trying to transition here to uh, uh, the Angels exercised uh, Billy Epler's option for 2020. Now, uh, speaking of Otani, Epler was one of the guys who helped get Otani to the Los Angeles Angels. Uh, but also, there have been some questions about you know trying to go after like Cody Allen who didn't pan out, trying to go after Matt Harvey who didn't pan out, and not going after like you know a Garrett Cole at the trade or not at the trade deadline, but going after Garrett Cole in the offseason if they're going to get him this this coming offseason not making too many impact moves at the trade deadline when your team was in in a good spot for the wild card. So I want to ask you, Jeff, where do you think in terms of the future is uh, Billy Epler going forward? Well, I think there's two significant things that are different about this coming winter than where they were last winter. I think that they feel a lot better about their young core yes. uh, this winter than they did last winter. Obviously, Luis Ranjifo had never played in the big leagues a year ago. Griffin Canning had never played in the big leagues. Patrick Sandoval, mm-hmm. Jose Suarez, none of these guys, they had even reached the big leagues at all. David Fletcher had only played three months. So now they feel like they've got a lot more holes necessarily that are not necessarily filled with stars, but at least it's, there's a guy, capable people there. Uh, the second thing is, the uh, free agent pitching market is a lot deeper this winter than it was last winter. Right. I think what happened last winter was they, they took shots at a few of the guys that they liked, uh, Avaldi and Corbin, and then when they couldn't come to deals with those guys, they didn't want to just spend for the sake of spending to get somebody because, you know, if you get a, a multi-year deal for somebody that you're not happy with, then you're in big trouble because now then you've lost the money for multiple years going forward. Right. So they basically said, all right, we couldn't get the guys we want, so let's just sign with one-year deals, and that'll allow us to try again next year. Next year being this coming year, when they'll have, like I said, they've got a, a better uh, young core, and there are better available free agents. So I think you're going to see a different winter for the for the Angels this year. And, and speaking of the winter coming up, is there anybody specifically? All right, let's take Garrett Cole off the table. Is there anybody who you really want the Angels to grab in the off season coming up? 
you know, there's there's a lot of guys out there who could help. Obviously, they need a lot of help with starting rotation. Uh, Zach Wheeler is a free agent. Uh, Madison Bumgarner, uh, Jake Odorizzi, uh, Kyle Gibson. There's tons of guys, and I think the Angels are going to look at all of them. And in all the cases, it's going to come down to is can we sign this guy for a dollar amount that we think is appropriate for the value that he's going to bring. Um, Obviously, Garrett Cole is the best. Obviously, the Angels would love to have Garrett Cole, and I think the Angels have a pretty reasonable shot at getting him, just based on, you know, Cole being from Southern California. Uh, you know, but after that, they're going to need some other guys, too, and uh, they're going to try for everybody. I think it's it's kind of foolish to say, like, oh, here's their preferences, one, two, three, because, you know, you might like player A, but not at the price that player B is at, you know, and you just got to kind of wait and see. There's, there's two sides to all this. There's the player and there's the cost. So all those things have to match up. Do you see, uh, you know, a guy like Griffin Canning and uh, Mejia and uh, there's, a, there's a handful of younger pitchers that pitch this season. Do you see those guys kind of making the start as the, essentially, you'll get Otani back, you'll still have Andrew Heaney, there's your one-two, and then, you know, you mentioned a few guys, Wheeler, Bumgarner, uh, Garrett Cole, obviously, those guys are more of your aces, your, your ones. Do you feel that maybe they can fill out the rotation with those younger guys and have some success? I think they probably need to get two pitchers from outside. I think that, first of all, you don't really know what Otani's going to be because he's coming back from Tommy Down surgery. Mm-hmm. And he's probably not going to, you're not going to get 200 innings out of him. So you, you don't really want to count on him necessarily as being like one of your top two guys. Yeah. Uh, and I think that Heaney has shown he could be, you know, like a, a number two type pitcher, but he also could be like a number four type pitcher. So yeah. I think if the Angels go into to the season and they've got, you know, a one and a two, and then Otani, Heaney, Canning, uh, Berea, Suarez, Sandoval. That's probably a pretty good deep rotation. But but you need two guys in there, and they don't necessarily have to both be ones or one and a two, but uh, like two twos or a one and a three or something like that, or <laughs> a two and a three, that kind of thing. I think is probably what they're looking at. Well, that's good. Uh, Jeff, I, I, I want to thank you for coming on and, and talking some Angels baseball. And like I said, I know that you're at the uh, you're in Oakland right now enjoying the – well, getting not jo- enjoying, getting ready to watch the uh, A's and Angels game. And, uh, well, uh, like I said, I want to thank you very much for, for coming on. You can read all of Jeff's articles at ocregister.com. Jeff, are you on Twitter? Yes, uh, Jeff Fletcher, OCR. All right. Well, Jeff, thank you very much for coming on and uh, enjoy the game. All right, thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.